0: on 630Chad. Wanted to get to this, of course, because it just doesn't go away. Uh, Andrew Shear is challenging Justin Trudeau to follow through on a threat to sue him over his assertion that the Prime Minister politically interfered with the criminal prosecution of SNC-Lavalin. As you've been hearing right here on 630Chad, the Conservative leader has released a letter he says he received on March 31st from Trudeau's lawyer threatening a libel suit. Shear says the threatened lawsuit is an intimidation tactic. Uh, This to me is just another example of Justin Trudeau trying to use the tools at his disposal to uh, silence critics and to bully those who speak out against him so we will not allow that to happen we will uh, defend ourselves uh, and I will defend myself vigorously on this. Uh, but uh, Scheer is urging Trudeau to go through with it so the scandal can be investigated in court. This now presents us with an opportunity, presents Canadians with an opportunity to have a legal proceeding that Liberals can't shut down, that they can't control, that they don't chair, that they can't outvote members of the opposition uh, to shut down investigations, and it will be done under oath. Well, you know what? Our first guest this afternoon uh, is a national reporter with The Globe and Mail, was one of the reporters who helped break this story in the first place. Stephen Chase joins us. Hi, Stephen. Hi. Good afternoon. Thanks for joining us this afternoon. So what are your thoughts on this latest development?
1: certainly keeps the story alive Um, (laughs) Mr. Scheer I think would like nothing better than to be able to call Uh uh, or his legal team call members of the PNO uh, to testify in court on this file and that leads. Uh, and so just when we thought uh, the Liberals were trying to uh, shut the, put the lid on this, they've actually reopened it uh, so, by, uh, by threatening uh, him with a lawsuit.
0: So, Stephen, what do you think the motivation is behind this? Because you know that the Liberals want this to just go away by doing this. Um, as you said, it just keeps it out
2: there
1: motivation is they don 't want uh, tweets and, and attacks on Mr. Trudeau saying that he, he interfered in a criminal prosecution uh, so they want mr Tr- uh, mr. shear to uh, to stop attacking them
0: oh, so again, so the you know he's calling it an intimidation tactic, and that sounds like what you would call it as well.
1: Yeah, it is, yeah. <laughs>
0: um, so it, w- what happens from here, do you think? He's saying, okay, come on, go ahead and do it. Uh, you know, the prime minister in, in that office obviously doesn't want that. Um, what happens next year?
1: I guess the ball is back in Mr. Trudeau's court. Uh-huh. Um, he has to decide if he's willing to fall through on this. And uh, Mr. Scheer, um I, I I imagine will not back down. and Will not apologize. I think I think the conservatives uh, appeared uh, eager to to see this in court. Um, the only thing that I guess I'm wondering is Mr. Mr. Trudeau has lost his uh, senior, his one of his senior most aides, Jerry mm-hmm. Butts. Uh, and uh, he's also lost his uh, senior most public servant, Michael Wernick, who's actually leaving very shortly. So he hasn't lost him, but he'll be leaving shortly. Uh, maybe he's uh, he has to sit and think now, uh, long and hard, whether he wants us to go to court, whether he wants his the uh, members of the prime minister's office to be uh, to be to be forced to testify in court and answer questions uh, from the conservatives. So I guess it's it's back in his court, and uh, there is a history of of uh, of, of, of politicians lopping losses yeah. each other, as you probably know.
0: Yeah, this has happened before. But for my listeners who aren't aware, can you can you maybe sum up or tell us when it, when it did happen, for and what happened there?
1: Yeah, well, um, Mr. Harper, when he was Prime Minister, sued Stefan Dion, the Liberal leader in the Liberal Party, for libel in 2008. That was over statements um, that, that was, the Liberals had made that said that Mr. Harper knew of an alleged attempt to bribe Chuck Cadman, the former BC MP, who was an independent MP, of an uh, alleged attempt to bribe him <laughs> while he was dying of cancer by promising him a life insurance policy and returning for voting against the, the Liberal government at the time. Now, with that lawsuit, Mr. Harper eventually dropped it in 2009. Uh, saying it was because Mr. Dillon was no longer party leader. And Kathleen Wynne, mm-hmm. uh, the former mm-hmm. Ontario premier, filed the defamation lawsuit against uh, former Conservative, uh, progressive conservative leader Patrick Brown. Uh, and this was regarding um, liberals who were facing bribery charges. And uh, he, he actually suggested that maybe she would finally reveal more about this when she's to trial. Mm-hmm. Now, he he didn't apologize, and we don't know what happened to the lawsuit, but it's mm-hmm. not, it's not currently active as far as we can tell and there's more but those are a couple of examples.
0: Stephen Chase joining us this afternoon parliamentary reporter for uh, the Globe and Mail. Stephen um, when it comes to things like defamation um, there are the the rules are different um, from what I'm reading inside and outside of the House of Commons. Um, Can you tell us about that?
1: Yeah so when a member of Parliament is in the House of Commons in the Commons chamber they have immunity from prosecution for whatever they say. Uh, so it is you'll generally hear more attacks and criticisms go much further when they're in the House. And uh, a regularly repeated uh, sort of taunt in the mm-hmm. House mm-hmm. is step outside and say that. Uh. Now in this case, Mr. 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 Shear did in fact do that. Uh, and and that's why we have this threat now.
0: Hmm. Um, what is the talk in Ottawa? Like Stephen, you've been in Ottawa for a long time now. Um, what are what is what are you hearing about this? How are people, you know, taking a look at uh, SNC lavalin about uh, Jody Wilson-Raybould? All of this. What is the talk on the streets in Ottawa?
1: We don't know what Miss Wilson Rabel or Miss Philpott, uh, mm-hmm. who also was kicked out of caucus, are yeah. going to do next. They're evaluating their political future, and uh, we 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 had believed that the Liberal government wanted to sort of put this behind them. So it's seen as a bit of a, uh, a, a sort of a, a controversial move for them to actually reignite the file by threatening to <laughs> sue Mr. Shear. Um, people are a bit surprised about that. Uh, we're not sure where that's going to go next. I guess one of the remaining questions on the SNC file is given all the uh, sort of the, 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 the missteps and, and, and that the concern that the Trudeau government had uh, in the last eight, eight weeks, nine weeks, is it time for Mr. Trudeau to do some more house cleaning in his own office? Are mm-hmm. um, anybody else going to uh, going to head for the exit? And mm-hmm. that's one thing we're all waiting to to see if anything changes in in, uh, in the lineup in his in his office.
0: There's, you know, I've heard a couple conversations uh, today, you know, questioning maybe some of the advice that the Prime Minister is getting from his um, his team, especially when it comes to you know this lawsuit. What ha- what happened today? Um, is that being wondered about in Ottawa as well?
1: Yeah. I mean, the question is, is, is he getting good advice? Yeah. Or did someone give him stupid advice to do this? <laughs> and that's certainly uh, a hot topic right now is what who, who's giving him advice and who's he listening to now that his uh, his sort of right-hand man, Jerry yeah. Butts, is gone.
0: When you started working on this story um, a few months back, did you think we'd still be talking about it two months after it broke? <laughs>
1: No, we didn't know where, it would, where we didn't know where it would lead. We didn't know how the government would respond to it, and it has been a remarkable uh, story because um, in Canadian politics, so much of it happens behind the scenes, and mm-hmm. we never get a glimpse of uh, the policymaking process. We never we never see in the in the in the parliamentary system in Canada, uh, leaders or cabinet ministers stand up to their to their leaders. We never we rarely see people sacrifice their cabinet posts mm-hmm. on principle. It's been, it's been remarkable.
0: Yeah. No, when it comes to um, Jodie Wilson-Raybould, you, you mentioned, you said, we don't know what her next move is going to be. Um, when it comes to politics, do you think she still has a career in politics? And what would that look like?
1: It would certainly be with another party. Yes. <laughs> uh, or, or a different level of politics. Mm. Uh, so but does she have any... Does she... Can she... Uh, you know, put some water in her line and and, and adjust to the policy of the Green Party or the NDP? We're not sure Mm -hmm. whether that's possible. Uh, Does she see a future for herself in in British Columbia? Uh, uh, I'm not as Qualified to speak about BC politics. I couldn't, I couldn't as a guess on that. But uh, so the question is, is it, is it, would she make a a lateral move for another party here, even though those parties, on some of those parties, in particular the NDP, have been quite critical of her tenure at Justice? Mm -hmm. uh, Or does she move to BC politics? Uh, Mm -hmm. Because certainly uh, running as an MP and and sitting alone, uh, you're not going to get a lot done. You're going to get a question every few, every few months, maybe in the House of Commons, and that's about it.
0: Um, Your thoughts on the, well, know we we've seen the polling numbers for for the prime minister they're just dropping dropping his approval rating um the impact to the liberal party and the pm as we head into this uh, election season what october um you know is is there time for them to turn it around
1: uh, there, i think there's always time yeah, yeah. No, i don't think uh, that's one thing that i enjoy about federal politics is things are unpredictable and things change um he has suffered a uh, Ms. Philpott and Ms. Ms. Wilson-Rabel were two people who were supposed to be emblematic of the kind of uh, change he was bringing to federal politics. And the fact that they uh, uh, stepped, uh, they resigned their cabinet post rather than remain in his government says a lot. So uh, but the question is, um, we have many months before an election. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's always time to make that up and there's always time to try to to change the ballot question. I don't think the ballot question is um, do you like the fact you filed Jody Wilson-Raybould but it does change people image of him and he's going to have to address that.
0: Stephen, what I would give to have been a fly on the wall of your office over the past three or four months. <laughs> <laughs> fascinating, fascinating. There's other things going on as well, of course, in Ottawa and I just wanted to throw this one uh, out at you. The, more, the Mark Norman case, um, I know you've been paying some attention to that as well. It, is there concern um, with the Liberal Party um, about uh, potential damage on, on uh, with this case as well?
1: Well, we don't, there's still a lot of shoes to drop in that file. Okay. Uh, we don't, miss. Uh, miss Mark Norman's lawyer has, has requested a lot of uh, details, uh, a lot of emails and, and private messages and so on from the, of the Prime Minister's office. That could tell us a lot more about what was going on in the office and, and whether there was um, hijinks afoot.
0: Hmm. In that case,
1: it's it's worth noting, and it's not, I'm not coming down on one side of the file or the other. That in in the when one of the last releases of of uh, documents in the in this Jody Wilson-Raybould affair, uh, there was a text between. Um, actually, no. There was this was the conversation between her and Michael Warnick, the, yes. the, the top bureaucrat in the Canadian government, where she said they, she didn't think they were doing anything inappropriate with the uh, with the Mark Norman case.
0: Yeah, I remember and I that
1: could quote. Tell I can tell you that that's that's hurting some people that's that's <laughs> that's, that's made some people in all happy because she did not think they were doing anything inappropriate in the mark norman case so uh, but the question is did, did cabinet ministers uh, interfere in, in that prosecution Did cabinet ministers have any role inappropriately in that and that's something that we don't know yet there's a lot of shoes left to drop will will some of the documents that the mark norman's lawyer subpoenaed shed any more light on this and and maybe shed any unflattering light i don't know hmm,
0: interesting okay well busy times still ahead for you, Stephen, in Ottawa. Stephen Chase, parliamentary reporter with Globe and Mail. We thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. You're welcome. Take care now. Yeah, Stephen Chase, one of the reporters, along with Robert Fife, to uh, help break this story. So, Conservative leader Andrew Scheer says he's received a lawsuit uh, threat from the Prime Minister regarding comments he made about the SNC-Lavalin affair. Uh, Trudeau's lawyer is saying that... um, Sheer made false statements and refers to the Libel and Slander Act of Ontario. Uh, in the letter, it says the Prime Minister supports wide ranging and vigorous political debate on matters of public policy. However, your statement in its entirety is beyond the pale of fair debate and is libelous in my client personally and in the way of his occupation as a Prime Minister. So that is from, um, uh, Trudeau's lawyer, Julian Porter, um, again, uh, taking issue with comments, Made in a statement uh, on March 29th from Andrew Shear. Andrew Shear, of course, retaining a legal counsel as well. His lawyer responded to um, the letter on Sunday, calling it entirely without merit, and goes on to say it's profoundly disappointing that the Prime Minister is seeking to silence debate on matters of such great public importance. Mr. Scheer will not be intimidated. Scheer calling on the Prime Minister to go ahead, saying, hey, go ahead. Um, you know, then i have to go to court, and all sorts of people have to get uh, in front of a, uh, a judge and talk. Now, on the weekend, uh, Mercedes Stevenson, who is the host of the West Block uh, on Global uh did an interview with Jody Wilson-Raybould one-on-one, asking uh, some of the questions um, that people have been asking. Uh, Mercedes asked her why she didn't just pick up the phone call, pick up the phone, and call the prime minister herself to talk about what was going on.
2: I wasn't never asking for an apology to me personally. I feel that um, this situation arose because there was. Um, Political interference or attempts at it in terms of my doing my job as the attorney general, um, I talked about what transpired and, and spoke the truth. Um, I wish that um, the the prime minister would have looked at the evidence and um, listened to me um, and others, and again taken taken some responsibility. and And um, I feel that um, through the acknowledgement of truth and through speech speaking truth that there is always a measure of reconciliation that could come so in that sense I'm disappointed.
0: Uh, Again Jody Wilson-Raybould speaking with Mercedes Stevenson uh, on the weekend Uh, Mercedes also asked the former Justice Minister what her end game was. Was there an end game in all of this?
2: There are people who think your goal was to take down the Prime Minister to take down Justin Trudeau. Was that your end game? I I didn't have an end game. I I don't have an end game. I was, as the Minister of Justice and in this case, the Attorney General, I was just doing my job and working hard to do a good job at it. Um, I consistently wanted to ensure that um, I spoke about what happened, um, that I raised the concerns that I had about actions that individuals were taking around um, this issue, around uh, deferred prosecution agreement and around SNC and and wanted to to ensure that I maintained um, the clear line between um, the prosecutor, myself as the Attorney General and maintained that independence and that was what um, I was doing throughout this period of time and what I would do again.
0: Again, Mercedes Stevenson speaking with Jody Wilson-Raybould on the weekend. Some of your texts coming in this afternoon to 6.30, 6.30 say, hey, you know what, Jay, debate is one thing. Assertions that the prime minister is a criminal is a whole other thing. Um, Someone else says, this is just so stupid. Um, And then this one, if they're really interested in Jody Wilson-Raybould's truth, they'd accept her assertion that Trudeau broke new laws. Wondering what you're thinking about this as we head to the 2.30 news. Are you done with it? Do you want more? Um, I know uh, still some people looking for an inquiry, a public inquiry. I, I think personally I'd be interested in seeing what uh, a public inquiry would turn up. Um, and has it changed your mind on anything? I bet you it has for a lot of you. Uh, but I suspect a lot of you as well are just saying, okay, you know what? I'm done. Let's get on with it. Let's get on with it. Let's uh, let's move on. Um Oh, and how about this one? Hey, Snidey Nye, it's Mr. Trudeau not Trudeau? I think you can, I think you can do that if you call sheer Mr. Andrew. Either you're making a mental error, or you're doing this on purpose. I hope it's not on purpose. No, it's not on purpose. Back down. The six thirty, Chad. Afternoon news with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at two on six thirty, Chad.